It's Friday, the 7th of May, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, China cuts economic dialogue ties with Australia as the spat between Canberra and Beijing escalates. Plus, National Australia Bank reports a bumper profit and promises to lift its dividends, but its share price falls. New South Wales introduces new restrictions after two community cases of COVID-19 are recorded, and Tabcorp receives another bid for its gaming and wagering divisions. Our lead story today, China has suspended regular dialogue with Australia on economic issues as relations between the two countries deteriorate further. Beijing said it had stopped participation in the China-Australia Strategic Economic Dialogue. It comes after the federal government decided to review the 99-year lease at the port of Darwin to a Chinese-owned company and following Canberra's decision to veto a so-called Belt and Road Initiative whereby Chinese money was helping Victoria build infrastructure. Also, Defence Minister Peter Dutton and Home Affairs Secretary Mike Pizzullo have both warned of Chinese aggression in recent weeks. In a statement, Chinese authorities blamed Australian Commonwealth Government officials for launching a series of measures to disrupt the normal exchanges and cooperation between the two countries. The statement said Australia had a Cold War mindset and ideologically discriminated. It triggered a fall in the Aussie dollar and the share market, though both regained ground later in the day. Iron ore prices jumped to a record high overnight of more than 200 US dollars a tonne in response to the announcement. Trade Minister Dan Tian called the decision disappointing. Now that's an understatement. China's actions aren't inconsistent with its relations with other countries. It's in dispute with near neighbours India and Japan, with the European Union and the United States. For now, being shut out of talks with China is a price of living with an aggressive economic superpower. In overseas news, US President Joe Biden has supported waiving intellectual property rights for COVID-19 vaccines in an effort to get jabs to less developed economies. It's a reversal of his previous position and supports the stance taken by the World Health Organization. The European Union also said it's willing to support the proposal. Big pharmaceutical companies who have spent tens of millions of dollars to develop the vaccines aren't happy. India announced yet another record number of COVID-19 cases yesterday, 412,000 in a 24-hour period. It came as Japan was expected to extend the state of emergency in Tokyo, the host of the Olympic Games in July. Given what's happened in the Indian Premier League this week, I still think there's a decent chance the Games will be cancelled. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. National Australia Bank made a cash profit of $3.34 billion in the six months to March, taking the half-year cash earnings of NAB, Westpac and ANZ to almost $10 billion. NAB's profit was better than expected and nearly doubled last year's pandemic hit result. The bank also doubled its interim dividend. Echoing his major rivals, Chief Executive Ross McEwen said the economic rebound in Australia and New Zealand was better than expected, and assuming the vaccine rollout continued, he was optimistic about the outlook. Business was leading the recovery, he said. So we now have three of the four big banks' results, Commonwealth Bank will report in three months' time. We've found out that the economy is improving, banks can still make money in low interest rate environments, but it's tougher, and cost containment is top of mind. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian instituted restrictions on Greater Sydney yesterday, including a limit of 20 visitors to a house and compulsory masks for indoor areas. The state reported two new community transmitted cases of COVID-19 yesterday, 
including the wife of a man who tested positive on Wednesday. Authorities still don't know the cause of the outbreak, and that's a worry. It was a particularly brutal session yesterday for technology stocks. Market leader Afterpay tumbled 7.5% to blow $100 a share. That's down 21% in the past three weeks and 40% over the past three months. Zipco was off more than 6%. It followed a bumper profit from US giant PayPal, which expects to launch its buy now, pay later offering in Australia in the next two months. Private equity group Apollo Global Management has made a $4 billion bid for Tabcorp's gaming, media and gaming services divisions. If the gaming services division, which essentially provides gaming machines monitoring services, isn't for sale, then Apollo said it would pay $3.5 billion for the gaming and media divisions of the $11.3 billion ASX-listed company. The other big chunk of the business that's not part of the offer is the prized lotteries business. Qantas headquarters won't be moving out of Sydney after being offered incentives from New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland. The airline will receive payroll tax relief, tourism marketing funding, property rebates, training support and direct incentives from the New South Wales government. It means around 6,000 workers will stay put. Melbourne will retain the Jetstar offices in Collingwood. And McDonald's in Australia managed to eke out 2.5% more revenue last calendar year, despite many of its stores being closed. That's compared to the group's global turnover, which fell 7.7%. McDonald's Australia operates 1,000 company and franchisee-run stores, and total revenue in 2020 was $1.7 billion. That's the equivalent of about $340 million Big Macs. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.